Welcome to episode 95 of Drew's Sports Crew here in 2023. Yes, we made it here. And again, episode 95. Yeah, we're almost to 100 on the podcast, episode 100. But I'm excited, you know, 2023. Here we go. This podcast started in early 2021. So we're almost at the two year mark. And, you know, there's a lot of people we got to thank for that, especially on my, you know, my behalf. And I'm just really excited, you know, for this journey, continue this journey, right? And you know, certainly episode 100 will be a lot of fun and a lot of exciting, you know, a lot of excitement. And, and it's just going to be a, a wonderful achievement. I'm really, really looking forward to that one. But, yep, Drew Skyberg here, as usual, giving you the news in the sports world, the Wisconsin sports world. Mostly where you'll find me, right? We'll start with the Eastern Wisconsin Conference, and we'll be discussing uh, boys and girls basketball on that. You know, we had those tournaments that I've been talking about. Uh, I talked about last week. We'll talk about how those holiday tournaments went, and on top of that, we're going to then go into the world of football. We'll talk about the Green Bay Packers' dominant win on Sunday, New Year's Day, and then we're going to head – We'll head over to basketball. We'll talk about, you know, the Bucks last night. I'm actually not going to dock them for last night's game, right? You know, Giannis, Drew, and Chris all out. You know, not not a favorable match. They lo- I mean, they lose by 23, but again, they're playing. You know, Bobby Portis was the leading scorer. I'll get into that more, but we'll keep it moving here. We have a giveaway we'll do at the end, uh, the giveaway number two of the seasons, uh, season of giveaways. So I'll be taking part in that. But otherwise, you know, well, let's get going here. Let's go to the Eastern Wisconsin Conference. Let's go to we'll, – we'll start in girls basketball. I feel like we've been doing that the last few weeks. So we'll go over. We'll talk about that. And we're going to go right to the top. We'll go to the standings. And you will see the Brilliant Lions still 5-0 in conference, 8-1 overall. They are on top of the EWC. However, we mentioned those challengers. I talked tears last week. I won't really be touching on those last – this week, if you want to hear him, go back to last week. Uh, Chilton, number two there, four and one in conference, seven and two overall. New Holstein, four and two in conference, six and four overall. Keel, three and two in conference, six and six overall. Sheboygan Falls, two and three in conference, seven and four overall. Valders, two and four in conference, six and seven overall. Roncalli, one and four in conference, three and eight overall. And Two Rivers, 0-5 in conference, 1-10 overall. And Two Rivers, they are home of the leading scorer in the conference right now. Allison Kakis leads the way in scoring in the conference, 22.2 points per game. She is on top. Grace Shizzle is in second, 21.4 a game for her. Adeline Hurl, 16.3. Megan Schumann, 15.5. And Addison Schweely rounds it out, 14.8 points per game for her on the rebounds per game side Peyton Grenzer leads the way 14.5 a game for Grenzer Addison Schweely again they're 13.1 so she's averaging a double double there and then Adeline Hurl also averaging a double double 12.2 so you know a two in the conference there actually might be three I'm not just what I'm seeing you know in the leaders 
It's impressive stuff there. Alyssa Wolfel averaging 4.9 assists per game. Allie Cake is 4.6 assists per game. So she's averaging 22.2 points, 4.6 assists. Olivia Shu then rounds that out, 4.3 assists per game. I'll tell you about those holiday tournaments. Here we go. Um, uh, it would have been nice if the schedule... Okay, uh, I'll pull up the holiday tournaments. Usually I can just check this out on Wiz Sports really quick. Not going to be the case today. I can take you, though, to some of those holiday tournament games. We'll go to Tuesday, or oh, we're in January. We don't want to be in January. We'll, we'll head back to December, and I can tell you uh, at the Howard's Grove New Year's Classic, which Valders did, in fact, win, they did beat Plymouth 51-45 on Friday. I'm going to go a little backtrack here. Uh, Mantuck Lutheran beat Ron Colley 49-37 in the Reedsville Holiday Classic on Friday as well. I think you're, I'm gonna you're gonna want those semifinal games or those you know the the games that are also involved here. Valders beat Howard's Grove also in the New Year's Classic. They're 60 to 53. Reedsville beat Ron Colley 50 to 33. Mantuck Lutheran beat Two Rivers 55-42. That was on Thursday. I'll take you to I'll take you to Tuesday. Actually, I'll take it. I'll stay in Wednesday, and then we're gonna go to Tuesday. And then for boys, it'll I'll read it better. I I promise you that. University School beat Holstein sixty to fifty six at the Utsburg Holiday Shootout, and then St. Mary Springs beat Keel fifty one forty two at the Keel Holiday Tournament. All right, then we're gonna end here on Tuesday, December twenty seventh, and we're gonna go to the Oshkosh Arena where the Brilliant Brilliant Lions beat Algoma fifty two to thirty four. Utsburg Holiday Tournament, Waukesha West beat New Holstein 75 to 27. Keel edged Random Lake 66-63 at the Keel Holiday Tournament. That's Sheboygan Falls High School. Uh, not, n- no tournament there. It's just all tournaments that we have Sheboygan Falls High School. Don't ask me why. I'm not sure. 50 to 39, they beat Campbell Sports. So those were your holiday turn- tournament wrap-ups. Or that's your wrap-up for it. For the EWC, again, Valder's winning the Howard's Grove Holiday Tournament. I'm not sure the other winners on that. My apologies. Okay. Now I'm going to go ahead and I'll be reading this week's schedule. And again, for boys, I'll, I'll read the Holiday Tournament in a better order from last week. So we'll start tomorrow night. We got games already back up here. We got Ocon- Oconto traveling to Chilton. And then we also on Tuesday, we have two more. We got Sturgeon Bay. They got to travel and face the Two Rivers Raiders at Two Rivers. Then we got Ron Cali. They got to travel to Southern Door tomorrow night. They, they have that one at 7.30, though, is what I got down. Thursday, we have a good one at Chilton High School. We're going to see the Chilton Tigers host the Brilliant Lions in a you know a game that, I'm not going to say, it's one that right now we could we could be going back to and saying this one decided conference. So a pretty important game at Chilton. If you're looking for a game Thursday, again, 7 o'clock is where you'll find that one. New Holstein travels to Sheboygan Falls. Ron Colley travels to Keel. And then we have Two Rivers traveling to Valders. Friday then. So Brilliant's got a back-to-back too, so this gets a little tough. They host Hilbert though. They're Friday. Howard's Grove got has to go New Holstein then on Saturday at 3 o'clock, and that is your those are your games for the week here. So the game of the week, obviously, we're going to be going to Chilton High School if we want to choose a game of the week. That is where Brilliant again is going to travel. Should be a very good contest, and I would definitely check that one. I will be covering that one next week on episode 96. Let's go. Let's talk about the boys now. 
and you're going to see, you know, not much has changed in terms of, you know, who's on top standings, et cetera. Um, we're, you're going to see though, brilliant, right? They're still undefeated five and zero conference 10 and zero overall keel four and one in conference seven and one overall Valder's three and two in conference six and three overall Ron Colley three and two in conference four and four overall two rivers, two and three in conference five and five overall new Holstein two and three in conference two and eight overall Sheboygan falls one and four in conference one and six overall. Then Chilton rounds it out here. Oh, and five in conference. Two and seven overall. Let's go to your stat leaders here. A little bit has changed here, right? Jeremy Lorenz, though, still on top. 21.7 points per game is where you'll find him. Cole Hovey, number two, 17.9. Brady Richards is right behind him. There's, you know, he's still in the top five, 17.8 from two rivers. Pierce Arns, 17.6 a game. Max Miller of Chilton rounds it out 15.4. Then we have Grant Munns, of course, he is number one, 12.5 rebounds per game. Jeremy Lorenz, 12.1. Cole Hovey of Valders rounds it out, 9.8 rebounds per game for him. Parker Brown is still averaging 6.9 assists per game, so he's still right around seven seven assists there. Pierce Arns, 4.6 assists. And then Will Fuerbringer is averaging 4.2 assists per game there. Enters that the assists leaders there. He, and he is from Chilton, if you were wondering, a 6-2 guard. We're going to go here. Okay, so those your stats. Those are your standings. Let's talk about these holiday tournaments. Let me, let me give you the breakdown on them. Uh, the boys, you know, there's the right, – a lot of these teams went to Shauna – or not Shauna. Why do I say Shauna? I, it's the Sun Drop shootout. It's at the Crest Center, as we talked about last week. You heard me stumble through that a little bit, but we got it now, and I can tell you, um, we had some, we had some games, right? We we're going to go to Tuesday, December 27th, and we're going to go, there was a St. Mary Catholic tournament and we saw Ron Colley in that one and St. Mary Springs beat them 65, 45. Again, we saw the sun, sun drop showcase, sun drop showcase. I got it. Now we saw that at the crest center, 75, 34 is what the brilliant lions, um, won by, they won by 41 there against Luxembourg Casco. And then Utsberg had their tournament, and we saw Utsberg beat Two Rivers 54 to 25. We had some more games on Thursday then. And on Thursday, or Thursday, um, yeah, okay, it was Thursday. Wednesday, I'm going to. Had it messed up here. Uh, I was on the game the week when um it was Thursday, December 22nd, where we had some games canceled, was where I was on accident. So that's why stumble there um but we do have concordia university hosting some games right the wby shootout was where brilliant was they it was some really good competition at concordia university brilliant got the job done they beat calmary lutheran 73 61 then valders went to the crest center as they always do they faced rights down as they always do and they won 69 62 is what the vikings did they win by seven there at the crest center good win for them Two Rivers puts up a fight. They lose to Green Bay East 42-40 at Utsberg's tournament. The big the the EWC Big East Challenge. See, another new one. I mean, not relatively. I think it's relatively new. It's been going on the last few years for sure. New Holstein, Random Lake. Random Lake gets the job done 51-44. Then 
Then Roncalli beat, beats Lourdes Academy at the SMC tournament that I mentioned, 49-31. Keel then, they beat Mantuak Lutheran at Mantuak Lutheran High School for that EWC Big East Challenge, 75-52. Then I got some games Thursday, and then we'll get, we'll get to the action. So the EWC Big East Challenge, we had two more games of that, Keel and Random Lake, and Keel gets the job done there. They win by 24 over Random Lake. And then Mantuak Lutheran to Holstein. Mantuak Lutheran gets that one done. 69-65. They are victorious. Sheboygan Falls then. They don't have a tournament. They just they hosted Campbell Sport again. So maybe that was the, the thing. Campbell Sport and Sheboygan Falls faced in boys and girls. Campbell Sport wins this one 54-45. All right, let's go. We'll go to this week's schedule. We'll give that preview here. We have some more non-con games. And we'll touch on all of them here. Oconto and Chilton's your first one at 5.30 tomorrow night is where you'll find that one at Chilton High School. Mantuak Lutheran and Roncalli at 7 p.m. tomorrow. And then you'll see Southern Door, Sheboygan Falls, also tomorrow night. A good one at Valders, Xavier. They travel there and they face Valders at 7 o'clock. Two Rivers and Gibraltar, that's going to be at 7.30. And then we got a game on Wednesday, a rare Wednesday game here, New Holstein. They go face Sheboygan Lutheran. There's that one. Thursday at 5 o'clock, we have Kiwani Keel. And then, and that's at Keel. And then we have some, we go back to conference action on Friday. So a little interesting schedule in the EWC this week, but we do get some good ones. Brilliant has to go to the Jet Hanger, is, you know, should be exciting. Chilton travels to Keel. Two Rivers travels to Sheboygan Falls. And then Valders travels to New Holstein. Then on Saturday, we have more games. Brilliant. They go to Hilbert. Wrightstown goes to Roncalli. Luxembourg-Caskill goes to Sheboygan Falls. And then Howard's Grove goes to New Holstein. So there's a lot of games in boys basketball this week. So if you want to go to a game, you have should have no issues finding one for you there. Um, these conference ones are interesting because we're seeing a lot of the, you know, I mean, Valders, New Holstein, you got to like Valders there, right? I mean, Two Rivers, Sheboygan Falls, that should be, that should be, be a good one, I would I would think. Chilton Keel, you gotta like Keel in that. Brilliant Ron Colley, of course you gotta like Brilliant, but you know, again, they're at the jet hangar. You know, we, we talked about you know places, the toughest places to play on the EWC. You've heard Robert on here, you know, you, you've heard you've heard the story, right? I mean, Valders at Valders and at the Jet Hanger, especially at the Jet Hanger, have, have been places where we've seen teams struggle. You know, it's just been historically a fact. So Intrigued to see how these games go, but next week, we'll, of course, we'll touch on it. We have more non-con next week, and then we resume conference action on next Thursday. I won't be getting too far ahead of myself, but there's your EWC talk for boys and girls basketball, and thank you with Sports WSN you know, for all of your high school basketball needs. Go check them out on wisports.net. All right, let's go here to the world of football. The Green Bay Packers put together their best game of the season yesterday. You know, even the best half, best game. You know, there's a lot of things you could say about that. They're up 27 to 2 at half, is how I wanted to start this, right? Um, 27 to 3, I meant. Over the tw- the former 12 and 3 Minnesota Vikings, now 12 and 4. Um, it was just, you know, talk about it, a dominate. You know, a dominant game uh, from start to finish. I mean, that's what this—that's really what this game was. I know they put up 14 points in the fourth, but honestly, you know, from start to finish, this might have been one of the greatest Packer games you know in the last few years, right? I mean, 
even though his team hasn't really done well, but like against a, a team like this in Minnesota that people, you know, have said they've gotten lucky. They've, you know, whatever they've, they've said, right. I mean, the team is still 12 and three, you know, so credit where credit's due. This team has put themselves in position to win some games is how I look at it. You know, game starts, you know, and of course the big talk was Jair. How is Jair and Justin Jefferson going to go? And, Look, I'll talk about it more on Journey to Million, too. You know, football overall talk there is where you'll find that. And that's tomorrow at 4 p.m. That'll be live. But honestly, though, you know, you st- you saw at the start of the game, you saw Jair on, on Jefferson. You saw kind of, you, know, you almost saw Jair pressing him throughout the game, you know, hitting him at the line of scrimmage was something. And. It's just overall effectiveness with that has been was was incredible. Um, just a lot of looks that Joe Barry was throwing that not many were inspecting. Like playing Jair at the line of scrimmage was what I thought key for this Packers team, and they actually had the personnel to really put together a really solid fight against this secondary or against this receiving core and even Hawkinson. Right, Hawkinson we've seen dominate when Jefferson's getting doubled and whatnot, but in this one uh, we saw that block punt. It was. Not good, but we saw that field goal make up for it there. Um, could have been bad. You saw that special teams blunder. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Three nothing was the score, and you were like, oh, come on. You know, this is it looks like the 49ers game from last year right now. Let's go, people, is, is what many were probably thinking. But Sean Nixon, talk about his spark. 105-yard kick return touchdown with 1025 in the first. Incredible stuff there. They go up 7-3. to three. And then we see that 75-yard pick six, Darnell Savage. I'll tell you that right now. He had, his, he had the best game of the year for him. You know, he athletic, and he just played a really smart game. And talk about that pick six, you know, really nice for him. Mason Crosby, or sorry, 14-3, to three, end of one. Mason Crosby tacks on a 26-yard field goal, 17-3 to three, the score. They get the ball back, right? There's a lot of turnovers. Interception, I believe it was here. Robert Tunyon then gets that 21-yard touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers, 24-3. And then with time expiring at half, 27-3 as Crosby kicks a 56-yarder. Everything's going Green Bay's way. When that hits the hits the post and it goes in, or the bottom of the upright, I, you know, the hits it and it goes right in. I guess if you want to call it like, you know, I don't know. Just hits hits and goes in. 27-3 is the score. And then there's no scoring in the third quarter, which might surprise people who are, you know, if you're thinking about this game, think about it. There's no point scored in the third. Packers put together a drive in the third, though, and 1454 left in the fourth quarter. So right at the start of the fourth quarter, A.J. Dillon tacks on a two-yard run, 34 to three's your score. And then they get the ball back again. Another interception. Aaron Rodgers, two-yard run, 41 to three's the score. Backups come in. Actually, Cousins was in for this one. He has a 47-yard pass from to Jalen Naylor. Goes 41-10, and then, yeah, that was it. Um, no, uh, starters were out. Roger, Love Love got a drive. You know, Nick Mullins got in the drive. Jefferson got benched. 41-17, though, as, as Osborne, KJ Osborne, puts on a touchdown, nine, 90-yard touchdown. 41-17, that's how you get your final, right? Packers move to 8-8, eight 5-3 and eight, five and three on at, at home. Minnesota, they go to 12 and 4, 4 and 3 on the road, three of their four losses on the road. Their lone loss at home coming in that Dallas one. Kirk Cousins has maybe his worst game of the year, certainly one of them. 
18 of 31 for 31 was him. One touchdown, three interceptions. His QBR was 10.3. Nick Mullins was four for four with that passing touchdown in this one when he came in. Uh, Dalvin Cook, you know, only averaged three an attempt. Not a good game for Cook. Madison was eight to th- eight to 38. However, Jalen Naylor was their leading receiver. Who would have predicted that one? You tell me. Three of 89 was him with a touchdown. KJ Osborne, seven of 59 with a touchdown. Hawkinson, seven of 59. Dalvin Cook, two of 17. Thielen, one of 16. Justin Jefferson, one of 15. Alexander Madison, then one of seven. I'll touch more on the Green Bay side, though. That's what we're here for. Aaron Rodgers, 15 of 24, 159 yards with a touchdown. And then he, of course, he had that rushing touchdown. But really, I mean, the stats show you Rodgers might have not played great. Rodgers played good, but he, you know, he played okay. He didn't play, he didn't play good enough to win the game, I don't think, but he didn't play good enough to lose. I think where they stood out was how Aaron Jones averaged 7.9 yards a carry. Come on. AJ Dillon averaging 3.4, even even those goal line areas. And he had a rushing touchdown. Then Patrick Taylor was in there. Five of 10 was him. Uh, Rodgers had that rushing touchdown, like I mentioned. Receiving core was very balanced. This is the target share we were talking about at the start of the year that we might see. Lazard, six targets, five receptions, 59 yards. Tunyon, three of 52 with a touchdown. Cobb, two of 20. Dobbs, three of 20. Watson, only one of 11, but with five targets. A lot of deep balls thrown to him. Aaron Jones, two of two with three targets. And DeGuara got in the action, one of four. Dylan was had a target. Kenny Clark recovered that fumble. Want to throw that in there. Adrian Amos had a fantastic game. He had a couple of pressures, had a tackle for a loss, and tied for the team in total tackles. Quay Walker had a good one, too, had a pressure. Um, hopefully, right, I mean, we, we've talked penalties with Walker. That's something he needs to control, right? Aggression on the field, et cetera. And you know, this one, it got the best of them, but we're hoping we'll see it. We'll see a better improvement from him for the future. Rudy Ford played well. A lot of people on this defense played well. Kashawn Nixon, when, when he was in there. Um, Jair Alexander, right? I mean, he played fantastic. The three interceptions were Adrian Amos. Darnell Savage had the pick six. Rudy Ford also had an interception. Then we mentioned Nixon's 105-yard kick return. Crosby did well. He had 11 total points kicking. Pat O'Donnell averaged 41 yards a punt, you know. Um, just an overall great team win, right? This was fantastic for the Green Bay Packers. And now we're in a situation you and you're in is where you'll find them next week against Detroit. That game got flexed officially to Sunday night, 720 at Lambeau. I will be in attendance of that game. Yes, I will be there at Lambeau cheering on the Green Bay Packers in that one. Hopefully we win. We're in. We get the playoffs. Hopefully we get the Vikings. Right now, it looks like it's going to be the 49ers but at San Francisco, but we'll wait and see on that. Let's go to the Bucks here, and we'll then, before we wrap up here, uh, this past week of Bucks basketball, not good. That Wednesday loss to Chicago, the Bulls was probably, if you're looking at worst loss of the year, it's up there right now. In control, you know, last few minutes, Bulls come back. They force overtime. They win there by six. Giannis puts up 45, 22, and seven, and you lose. That's where I was like, oh, come on. However, you win at home against Minnesota on the 30th, and then injuries, arrest. I, it was a load management day, really. You know, um, 
Giannis being out with knee soreness. I'm wondering with holidays status. I don't. I hope we get Chris Middleton back soon. Um, but you really last week, if you look at it, Joe Ingles was the guy who I thought stepped up. Ingles such a smart player. He had ten assists on Friday in that win against Minnesota. Like Joe Ingles, a lot of people were like, "All right, Bucks get a three point shooter. Cool." I mean, Joe Ingles is much more about more than that. He's a teammate. He's a leader. He's a facilitator. I, I think you know that signing is very underrated. You get him back healthy now, and now we're seeing what Ingles brings to that bench unit. So a lot of value there with Ingles. Enjoy watching him play. You know his 20, 25 minutes a night. Um, Toronto, they're actually getting too far, getting ahead of myself here. Bucks have a back to back coming up, and it's a tough one. You get Washington at home. Okay, fine. You should beat them here in this back to you know you mentioned play Washington twice. Then you go to. <laughs> You go to Toronto on Wednesday at 6.30. It's it's on ESPN, but that that's the one where I have the Bucks losing. I have the Bucks losing on Wednesday. I have them winning Tuesday, and then I have them. They play Charlotte at home on Friday. I got the Bucks winning that one on Friday. It's at 7. So that's the schedule. It's like only three games because they played yesterday, January 1st, New Year's Day. You know, I, I I like the Bucks here two and one this week. Power rankings will be out. Gonna probably have the Bucks around four is where I have them, and those will be out tomorrow. Uh, reason being, you know, they've lost some. Brooklyn's gotten hot, but honestly, I can't move them down for last night when you're not having your stars play. When when I know they were sitting out, but in, in kind of the schedule coming up, I value that, and I I don't see a reason to move them down farther than four. So. That's the Bucks talk. I'll keep it brief. I have a giveaway I got to do here. I got to read some numbers here. I got three of them I got to go through. So I'm going to press it here. One time, two time, and then three time. And your winner for this giveaway, um, when I press it, sorry, I need to explain the giveaway before I announce the winner. Um, so I'm going to press the number three times again. And what I'm going to do is read it, of course. But the giveaway is for the people who either left a five-star review on Spotify, which we had people do that, or we actually have had some people write written reviews. So thank you for that. And, you know, these reviews, of course, help the podcast itself grow. It helps, you know, with engagement. So we appreciate everyone who entered this giveaway. And our winner here, after I press it three times, as I just, as I did so, it is Michaela Mertz, Michaela Mertz, you have won the giveaway here. So we had Mikey Johanic win giveaway number one. And now we have Michaela Mertz win giveaway number two. Thank you, Michaela, for all of your support here on the podcast. And there we go. There is the winner for giveaway two. Again, Mikey Johanic and Michaela Mertz. Thank you for your support. And I appreciate it. If you're if you want to catch other giveaways at your sports cruise where you find it the instagram or tiktok that was posted at can also follow the twitter as well for live notifications when this podcast goes live and on that note um tomorrow night again 4 p.m you'll find journey to million you'll find myself joined by zach roush and jared valeski jared will be back this week yes i know you were looking forward to that full squad here we'll, be, we'll talk through those playoff scenarios and all that good stuff on the podcast and then um, college athlete spotlight starts up in end of January again. That's where you'll find that. But also we have Drew's basketball crew. That'll be coming your way again this weekend. I'd like to give you that weekend slate, you know, mix it up a little here. 
And again, that's going to wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg, on this Monday afternoon slash evening. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.